what's up everybody and welcome back this week for some loud thumbs podcast i am one of your hosts nick i'm your other host josh oh ready to talk some zelda yes uh we have a loud and clear review for you guys this week uh, we're going to be talking all zelda all the time so be prepared for spoilers because this will be a no holds barred we've both finished the game and it's time to discuss and uh, go over how we felt about the game and give our uh, loud and clear opinions on how Zelda hit us this time. So we waited six years, so we're going to be very loud about this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, if you guys are new to the show, what we do here is uh, we crack a brew. We talk about games. And we want to want to bring something new every week. So you guys are going to see uh, a rotating schedule from us from now on. Uh, we have a four-week rotating schedule, so something new each week, each month, which is really cool. Uh, our new schedule starts off with our first week of the month is going to be our monthly news wrap-ups. Our second week is what you're watching right now. It's going to be our loud and clear reviews. We'll bring new reviews every month to the show. Uh, so those are just going to be some game reviews with interesting stories and like our feedback and just how much fun or not fun we had with those. And then the third week, we're going to play it loud live stream. Uh, those are on twitch.tv slash loud thumbs gaming. Uh, so join us live for the interactive gaming sessions that we put on there every third week of the month. So tune in for those. And our last week of the month, we like to unwind in our final episode each month. We call it the brouhaha. That's just a real chill episode. We crack some brews. We talk about our month, what we've been doing on the yeah. pod, what's coming up, what games we've been playing. Just fun. Just laid back. Who doesn't want to crack a brew and end the month off? Just chill every month. I mean, I know we do. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I try to end every day. I mean, every month yeah. sounds great. Yes, excellent. You're, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Every day cracking a brew and, and relaxing is, is a good time. Yes. So I get yeah. to I get to at least do that socially. I'm a social drinker. Uh, every week I get to sit down and uh, talk podcasts with uh, with my buddy there on the other side of the screen. So it's a good yeah. time. So this week uh, we're going to crack a brew and talk Zelda, as we said. And we got a question uh, from the loud crowd we threw out there. We asked some stories of Zelda. Give me a, a good story uh, whether it's, you know, something happened in the game, something, a memory attached to playing the game, you know, in real life, that kind of fun stuff. Kind of wanted to go down memory lane uh, with Zelda this week. So if you guys are watching live, don't forget we're, our chats are up. Uh, we're on uh, we're on YouTube and Twitch. So you can hit us up on on both of those and let us know what what is something from you guys and your Zelda past that's just a memory that hits home and stays. Uh, I'm sure Josh and I both have a couple to share, and I know we got the loud crowd out there too that uh, popped onto our Discord. So thanks to all you guys who answered those questions. We'll go over those here uh, after we get done chatting a little bit about the game. But first, we crack that brew. So let me do the uh, let me do the honors, Josh, and hit that brew. Extremely fitting, I think, uh, as well uh, with uh, with this week's review. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Hell yeah, that is our weekly tone for everybody out there who's new to the show. That is our crack a brew every week, Zelda style. Hell yeah! All right, man. What are you What are you drinking tonight? 
I have one from the Revolution Brewing Company called Infinity Hero. Uh, it's an IPA. Uh, yeah, if you've yeah. been with us for a while, that's no surprise. <laughs> I'm a big IPA drinker, but uh, of course, Revolution Brewing always has really cool can art because, like, yes, they do. I don't even know who he's supposed to be. Is he, is he a sorcerer? Or yeah, he kind of looks like or a head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like a like a take but, on uh, Mysterio or something, but with a hop. Oh, you know what? That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, I, I buy that. Right, let's give her a, a crack. There it is. It's a next gen hops, juicy citrus character. Okay, citrus. Yeah, you're you're a fan of your citrus and your hops. I know that. Oh, for sure. Not bad. It comes across a little bit like a session, which isn't too shabby. Uh, but overall, real solid. Um, definitely wouldn't turn out. Someone handed it to me somewhere. Nice, nice. And you're keeping track of these citrus for our. You're keeping track of these for our brouhaha episode, right? So that we can uh, yes. rank our beers. That's another thing I didn't mention to y'all out there. We're going to do on our final week is we're going to rank our beers we've drank for the month uh, from one to four. See what uh, see what was number one. Hell yeah. Yeah, honestly. So, I mean, Revolution makes a bunch of really good IPAs. Oh, yeah. They make a ton of beers. Right on. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a huge selection. Nice, nice. What you got well, there on the other side, Nick? I went with something a little fun tonight, something different. Uh, it's uh, it's a Duclaw again, so that's that. It's kind of my kind of <laughs> go-to, I think. Uh, when I see him, I, it's a great company, man. It, it is. It's a really great company. And the can, the can grabbed me right away. It says it essentially <laughs> says "give a shit," and it has a, a rainbow shit uh, right there on the can for all the audio listeners. Um, I've seen that around, but wasn't yeah. brave enough to pick it up. Yeah, I had to. It's got Duclaw on it, and it sounds pretty tasty. It's a fruited sour ale with blueberry, black currant, vanilla bean, and lactose. So, and that might be. Oh, that sounds awesome! It actually. does. It really does sound awesome. And I think I don't know what currant is to be honest with you, or if I'm even saying it right. But all the other stuff sounded great. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go give this a try. Okay, I mean that's right in Duclaw's level. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a sour. It is very tasty. It has a strange. I don't know if I love the aftertaste. There's like a, I don't know. It's like a metal can aftertaste. You know what you get like when you oh, eat. It's yeah. gross, right? I don't. I don't think I like that. Like if you if you uh, touch like steel or like pennies for too long or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, very very I similar to that. Up. I had to Google what black currants were, and uh, this is have a strong tart taste to the high levels of tannins. These berries have a strong, have strong earthy tones. Oh, okay. Describe the taste as a grape flavor and are acidic with hints of cherry. I take it back. It's not an aftertaste. It's a middle taste. The aftertaste is really good. It's very berry forward. It's that. It's that. Uh, it, it's the blueberry, no doubt. No doubt. But I don't taste any vanilla bean. I don't get that at all. I don't oh, have like man. a vanilla flavor. That's what got me excited. I thought maybe like blueberry and vanilla would be like one hell of a sour. It has a really good aftertaste. There's just like a, a tinge in the middle where you catch that little bit of like mix that's happening until it separates. Where it's that weird metally kind of taste. Huh. 
got a but, weird evolution to it then. Yeah, I noticed it right away because it was very strange, but it goes away quickly. So I forgive it for that. And then it does end on a really pleasant uh, note. OK, so, so it, was, it doesn't linger. So that's it doesn't linger yeah. like you. You go, wait a minute. And then you kind of go, oh, OK. After a couple couple extra swigs there. Yeah, that one's that one's not bad. Not bad at all. Yes. Good stuff. Got to remember where I'm going to keep it in the rankings as we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try to find it at some point. Yeah, yeah, try it. I think you might like it. I, I'm pretty sure your wife would like this one, actually. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, both, she both of our would. wives would like this one. Oh, yeah, then it probably is pretty good then. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Beers are cracked. It's time to talk some Zelda, man. Um, uh, yes, I know uh, we, we got to preface a little bit. We we went out what maybe about a month ago. We had some time together. We went out and grabbed some drinks. I hung out uh, spur of the moment sort of night, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was uh, that was where we both realized we both had beaten the game and we did. We did kind of spill the beans a little bit, but we did save plenty just a little bit just to a, talk about just a few beans. We kept just, most of the beans, <laughs> just a few beans. Exactly. Uh, so. We have uh, we have plenty to still chat about on on the episode, uh, man. I mean, I have plenty of notes I've given myself here, and I want I want to hear your thought. You got notes on your side. You want to go down as well? What are you thinking? Yeah, uh, man. I kept it the the old uh, old school uh, review format, sure, um, with the narrative, the graphics, such and such. But yeah, um. Honestly, it's a pretty good place to start is the narrative for this one. This mm-hmm. is the most story forward Zelda like ever. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Breath of the Wild did a little bit of uh, stuff pretty similarly, but um, this they just they really built on it. Uh, and so they really made an, uh, an attempt to like give you a story motivation for keeping to move forward, especially mm-hmm. if you went out and did the collectibles and stuff. Um uh, you know, and I guess if you didn't go out and uh, find all the, the geoglyphs and stuff, maybe you wouldn't get all that story. But I was super yeah, excited that's a, for him. So that's a pro I, tip. I we got every single one. Yeah, we got to tell everybody to do that. If you haven't played oh, before we get yeah. into spoilers at all, the holy cow, uh, go find the geoglyphs And it. I watched yes. them in no particular order and Same. Same. I still felt totally fulfilled and we'll di- I think we'll dive into those a little bit because we got some opinions on the geoglyphs to chat about too. But pro tip on those, find those because they really do flesh out the game's story in a very vast way. If you miss those, I think you miss a lot of what you're playing the game for. I think so too. And so I, I even just realized it in that moment when I like, you know, you, you have to go find the story. And it's it's not like it's difficult. And I, it's not like you have to go hunting for the story. They kind of give you an overview of where all of them are are you know broadly located pretty early in the game through some story stuff and then afterwards they're um if anybody's familiar with the nazca lines with you know the sort of things that yeah they're so big you can't see the total picture unless you're from the sky it's it's exactly that it's it's the nazca lines brought to zelda which i thought was so cool um but so of course you're in the sky y'all know even if you haven't played the game yet you've seen the previews you yeah know, you've seen like falling from the sky you get huge aerial views and you could probably see anywhere what, what do you think nick one to two to three of them at, at any given point in the sky you're so high up at points oh yeah yeah i would say it, yeah at least at least two but there are times based on where you are you can see more than two yeah i think so 
Yeah. So they're not like it's hard to find. It's not like uh, like a Souls like S thing where you have to scour the corners of no. the earth to go to go find anything. They're kind of front and center, and I think they did them on purpose because they do look so damn cool. Yeah. Uh, so don't be discouraged. Go find them. They're not that hard to do. Yeah, they got uh, like a kind of fun at times. Yeah, they're kind of fun because they got like that little neat puzzly aspect to them where you just got to explore around them to find the tier, you know, to to see the memory. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like I liked yeah. that whole aspect. It wasn't like if you just landed, it was like right there. It's like go hunt it down. Where yes. could it be on the on the image? You know, right. And some of them have enemies around it, which is fine. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. All it is is more more resources and materials for you to use later in the game. Anyway. Yep. yep. So go just go do it. Um, honestly, all the characters are really good. Um, I found the the voice acting to be pretty damn good overall. There was, mm-hmm. there was a couple characters I didn't really care so much in their voice, but that's just that comes down to a preference thing. But, I mean, I think the whole thing was written really well. I think if you watch it in order, it's all cohesive. If you don't watch them in order, they're not so complicated. You can't remember moments that didn't happen. Right. So like, like what Nick said, I didn't watch them in any particular order or gather them in any particular order. And I still easily piece together the story. I didn't really have to think about that much. Uh, there were some times where, like, I, I was kind of on opposite spectrums a little bit, and like, oh yeah, now that makes sense. Or, or I'd like, oh, I'm probably gonna have to find some relevance later. And then I see it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that ties back to that other scene I just saw, like, yeah, a couple days ago or a couple hours ago. Yeah. And another thing I want to make sure to mention is something I did that really helped me enjoy it even more was. I got them out of order, but then when I knew I was coming to the end of the game, you can go back and view these all in your, basically like your compendium. And I went back in, they're only about a minute or two a piece. Some of them are really short, less than a minute. And it took me like 25 minutes maybe to watch them all again in actual order. So then you have a real good concept. If you've got, you know, 80 to a hundred hours, like we did in the game, then yeah. you kind of you can lose a little bit of the you know the pizzazz of those you know what was going on that's true but yeah. not much you know but it still kind of added something for me to to rewatch those again before you know going in for that final battle oh for sure for sure helps give yeah, you those I extra mean, goosebumps you know when you're when you're ending the game <laughs> yeah when you're getting into it and I, there's yeah. um there's not any like real heavy heavy callbacks Mm. Um, when you get the master sword, that's when everything pieces together beautifully, and that's when it gives it. But uh, later scenes aren't quite as throw; they don't throw back quite as hard as that one does. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I thought the narrative yeah, can we was go great. Full spoiler on this. Um, like, do do we want to in the danger zone? Yeah. Do we want to do we want to do that uh, now and just lay it out and just open up the doors? Because I mean. We all we got to do is warn them, you know. We don't we don't want to like ruin it for everybody. Like I'm on the brink when I said when you get the master sword, it's the Legend of Zelda. Of course you're gonna get the of damn course. master sword. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody knows it's all busted up and broken. Everybody, I think everybody can gather that it's not gonna stay busted up and broken forever. Right. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's the blow icon. the doors everybody off, man. It. Like spoiler warning in effect. Like right now. Like we we're reviewing the game, so it's a. Uh, be prepared for it. That's, that's come on. People we got to talk about it. Have now been warned. You've uh, you've had uh, like a minute worth of conversation <laughs> to turn us off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. When when everything came together and they gave the stories about, you know, how everyone was fighting with Raru and all the sages yeah. and stuff. And then it comes to that dramatic moment to where, like. You know, Zelda has a sword in the past. 
but then how is she going to get it? And they're like, oh, and expose the divine light for a long amount of time. I'm like, well, that tells me if it's, they're going to make it as good, if not better, it means it's going to take every bit of like however many hundreds of years they were in the past. Yeah. And then Zalazala fucking eats her stone. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you learn you have to go climb on top of Zelda and rip it from her dragon hair, which I thought was one oh, yeah. the coolest Master Sword reveal of all time. Super, super cool. Yeah. That one did get spoiled for me by TikTok in a slight way. Um, I wasn't upset about it because it was like. Oh, I had already seen the dragon. I didn't know she uh -huh. was the dragon, but it was like, I'm oh, going to go check that out. Dragon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd already seen it. I didn't it, know so... the light dragon existed until they told me to go see her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, that, that wasn't like a giant spoiler. Um, I knew, I knew something had to be big with that when I saw it because it was so different from the others. And I was like, OK, we'll, we'll go from there. But it didn't it didn't ruin the whole thing for me because of just how epic that moment is. And, you know, uh, music hits and you're doing it and yeah, you have to have enough yeah. stamina to pull it out and like all these things, you know. So it still felt like extremely fulfilling that like I did that, baby. I did that. <laughs> oh, man. Did you have two full circles of stamina when you went? I did. Did you have yes. any more or less? Nope. I had exactly uh, I had two. Exactly two. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got two. I'm like, you know, this is more stamina than I'm ever realistically going to like need need. It's really nice to have. Yeah. And so I just got it because I wasn't really using horses or a, a sad lack of Zonai <laughs> devices oh, right. to get around. Right. Um, so I got it. And so I got I got high anxiety when I'm pulling out the sword. I'm like, oh, no, it's stamina this time. <laughs> and it's getting towards the end of my circle. I got the sliver of red. Yes. And I'm like, and then it happened. I'm like, go, oh, I have just enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was super uh, pumped. Because the guy on the video for TikTok that had did it. he didn't do it like he didn't have enough or something and he flew off and mm -hmm. then he had to like do it all again so i didn't know what happened so i didn't get like completely spoiled so i was happy about that but oh nice nice i was like oh i got two yeah same as you i said i'm going for it and just see if it works and i didn't think it was i thought the scene that i was about to see was going to be me flying off and you know doing it all over and i was like oh shit yeah. it's actually this is an actual cutscene. all right nice that's awesome and then I was all pumped, you know, Hell goosebumps yeah, and shit. It's like, give me that sword, baby. <laughs> I know, dude, with the music and everything. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So good. Um, what did you... So for Ganondorf, I think he was awesome this time around. But because I, uh, Matt Mercer is is a person who voices Ganondorf. And I'm a big fan of Critical Role. So I've seen yeah. like a thousand hours of Matt Mercer and his many, many voices. I couldn't disconnect him. How did oh. you think, how, how would you think of Ganondorf from somebody who wasn't a Critical Role fan or have consumed seeing Matt Mercer's face for yeah. a thousand hours? Yeah, for people out there uh, not familiar, I, I don't watch Critical Role or listen to it or anything like that. Josh, big, big fan. Um, so yeah. I didn't know who Matt Mercer was in any form or fashion if I hadn't oh, known really? Josh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I only knew him because oh, of you. Okay. I've heard you talk about him, but I've never heard him or anything. And, like... I loved how like right on point he felt as Ganondorf because he was sinister, but at the same time he was like still like grounded and the, the way he acted through all of that, like the way he kept his, 
I don't know if you want to say demeanor because it's a voice, you know, but yeah, ju- yeah, just the way he portrayed what Ganondorf was all about and how evil he was and why he was doing what he was doing. I mean, it was. I think it was on point, like it couldn't have been any okay, better awesome, for me. Awesome. It, it was so I good. I thought so. Yeah, but every time he like get his mouth started moving, all I could see was Matt Mercer's face. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I had a really hard time disconnecting. Oh, uh, but man, Ganon was so cool this time. I mean, he's yeah. always cool, but he was especially cool this time. He really with, was. Like, there, the extra, there was a like, level up. Yeah, with like the gloom when he got got to like his final like Ganon form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole design like Nintendo knocked Ganondorf out of the fucking park oh, this time. Absolutely, and he had so many different phases to him, and uh, you know all the all the gloom stuff that he could do and. I, I thought it was great and yeah, definitely well acted, well voiced. Uh, I think the whole game was well voiced. Um, there was yeah, some little oh, kind sure. of, you know, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a house with, you know, a teenager and, and younger kid, but um, uh-huh. you know, there's the jokey things, you know, happening because Zelda would be a little bit like, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's not stereotypical or anything, but just how many times she would be like, link you know over and over oh. like you always saw it coming you know <laughs> like you always yeah. knew she overall did a really good job but i always thought she was like always had like a weird like subtle like depression to her like oh Uraru. right <laughs> and stuff like that yeah i mean all, overall really good job i think the only voice that kind of really got like only voice actor kind of got my nerves was the um i can't remember um the young Rito, the the sage. Because as you're doing. His oh, dungeon, yes. It was like strong wind. <laughs> yeah. like, you you got to stop, please. Thank right. God the voices disappeared once you got the, <laughs> the reward. But uh, I mean, I think even like the cutscenes with the sages were pretty well done. They were all like well yeah. animated and uh, well written. And, and so I think. For I mean, Zelda is not exactly the most story forward series, but right, I mean, exactly for adding story into a game series notorious for just <clears throat> living on its gameplay and its puzzles. I think they did a great job. It wasn't cheesy at all. I mean, they kind of sprinkled in Breath of the Wild and kind of went ham for this, and they yeah. didn't scale it up way too big, and it wasn't bad because they tried to put out way more. It was all like high quality stuff. Yeah, I fully agree. I think they nailed it when it came to that. Um, I, I loved it. I mean, you said in the beginning there, it was very story, you know, heavy Zelda. It, it was for a Zelda game. So that's the thing. Like for I just, Zelda, yeah, yeah. I just mentioned, you know, you could watch all of the, the geoglyphs in like 25, 30 minutes and, you know, finish out the final cutscene. And including that, you might be at like 45 minutes of actual cutscenes that happened in the game that included story. The rest of it was just yeah. you on your yeah, adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just being link, you know, the whole time. So the, the aspect of that I was worried about. I, I voiced that on the show for sure about what's going to happen. Like I want a story that's going to kill it and just make me, you know, blow my mind. And uh-huh. I don't know, man, it's really close. I don't know if it blew my mind. Maybe they're saving that for the third one. If they're going to make this a trilogy of some kind, you know, cause there's a bunch of, you know, theoretical yeah. things are talking yeah. about demise and things that could happen. But um man it couldn't have come much closer for for as long as we waited 
the game came out and kept me, you know, involved. You know, we'll talk about gameplay mechanics and everything as well here. But like right, the right. game is fun as hell. And uh, I didn't expect that. I expected it to be, you know, just kind of a rinse and repeat uh, of what we had with some new mechanics. And it wasn't. But then they took that and just gave us a story that was so cool and well written and concise. And I that's something that's really hard to find. Yeah. Concise you know? is a great word for this story. Yeah. And if yeah, you want to go yeah. in and just play the game and get a really awesome story, go find some geoglyphs and play around. Uh, I mean, you could probably get in there and do that in like 30 or 40 hours and you're not diving in for a bunch of time. And I love that yeah. you could do that if you wanted to. And I also love the complete opposite side of that coin where you could have hundreds of hours in it. And, you know, I, I have uh, I have friends uh, of the show, you know, that are like, nope. Uh, I don't even want to beat it yet. I'm like 200, 300 hours in. <laughs> I don't want to finish the story because if I finish the story, I'm going to like be done and I don't want to be done. And yeah, that's I fair. get that. That's I am the same way. I, I, you know, if I finish the story, my, my hype level comes down. I've got what I wanted fulfilled, but I mean, you know, I may still revisit, you know, for other reasons and purposes and stuff, but it definitely drops right. quite a bit. But uh, yeah, this, the story in this game, the narrative overall, I mean, it was, phenomenal really really well done for what we got it was uh awesome oh yeah yeah i mean it didn't pretend to be a ghost of tsushima or a god of war or yeah. horizon you know when we say story heavy it's it's for zelda like that the bar yep. is a little bit lower there and so if that it, do what you will with that information but um yeah it's not like a high narrative driven game i mean it's it's still zelda it its is core. Very much so, which is which is great is like they they took similar, I guess, just thinking about it right now, similar to what they did with Breath of the Wild, and how they changed Zelda formula altogether. They made a uh -huh. whole new game. You, you're never going to see a Zelda before it looked like that. And I think I think this Zelda, in my opinion, did that for storytelling as well as gameplay. I think they just double dipped and they said, let's tell the story in a yeah. fresh, new, concise way and still make it like the core of the game. But you never feel like you're forced and that core has to be fulfilled or, you know, anything. You still have all these other fun things. Right. To do. Right. So yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like this this Zelda uh, is is the tipping of the iceberg on storytelling for the franchise from here out. Like they need to keep doing it this way. Oh yeah, they could even keep the level of it the same, or they could go ham. I don't know. They they, they increased yeah. it and it got better. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm down. I'm down. Um, clearly, Just don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Man, let's talk uh, visuals. Hell yeah, like, graphics. I know this didn't really reinvent <clears throat> the wheel from Breath of the Wild, but they did a lot with art direction. A yeah. lot different with art direction. I mean, I summed it up in one sentence, and it looks like Breath of the Wild. Still great. Like that was just, I mean, <laughs> as clear as I could be. I mean, you're you're not getting a visually stunning game out of this. You're you're getting, you know, what we've already seen with a whole new gameplay mechanic built into it. So they're like, let's just leave what's not yeah. broke alone and let's go break some new, you know, egg, crack some new eggs and make some new fun, you know, mechanics instead. And yeah. I, I think that goes for a few things. And I had a note in here um, about the game and how does this game work and how does this game fit 
on a switch like it still doesn't see even with the visual style it oh still doesn't God, seem dude. possible yeah it's absolutely yeah, insane i know that i mean it's a beautiful cell shade i mean i i get it's fully for i think it's fully for performance but they made the most out of that cell shaded cell shaded style yeah agree um but yeah how it still fit all of that <laughs> truly insane there's some sorcery uh they haven't filed patents <laughs> right need to um Man, yeah, the, the way I kind of summed it up is it's Breath of the Wild Plus. And the only yeah. reason I say plus is because I think the, the art direction is a lot more advanced than Breath of the Wild. I would agree like, with uh, that. With all the Zonai design and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong, all, like all the ancient Hylian technology was really, really cool to discover and, you know, move around all like the centuries and stuff. But the, all the, the Zonai art style, way more complicated, way more advanced. They, oh, yeah. They put way more time into how everything looks rather than focusing on making it graphically powerful. Right. And I would I would say I, I could echo that exact same thing. And then I think to add to what you're saying, my next bit would be the environmental effects that they added to the game that did not exist in Breath of the Wild, meaning like how we had it seemed like, you know, atmospheric clouds, like at all times, like the clouds were moving on their own, like they were their own system and they looked oh, natural, yeah. you know, they flowed great because we're in the sky and we have a whole different thing to play around in. Um, and then when we went to the depths, you know, that, that playing with the darkness and like, you know, lighten up everything and, and that environmental so cool. stuff. Yeah. That, that is definitely the plus. Uh, if I had to, if I had to pick a plus out of the visuals, it was instantly like just environmental things that we could play around with and just see the difference in and go, wow, this is amazing. I mean, being on the, I heard some people talking about it on other shows and they were talking about being on like the sky islands. And when they were coming across with all these clouds would come through and they would like block out your sight. Like you would, it'd be like, you're in a fog out of nowhere. So it wasn't like they were just wasted, you know, they, they, came into gameplay as well like if you didn't pay attention you could get lost in what you were doing possibly um so right i thought that was i for uh, hearing them talk about it before i had actually gotten to those parts of the games i was like what like it's just clouds man who cares you know like wh whoop de do <laughs> but then yeah, you play the yeah. game and you're like damn like that there's something going on there it's like they've built some kind of a system to make this feel natural and you know not all the clouds are cut and paste and copied and you know they're all different yeah they're somehow. not just background objects that are moving around they're yeah. a part of the environment yeah, yeah it was super cool so i was i was really surprised that i was that affected by those and then then seeing the depths on top of that and going down into that area and just how they have three games in one more or less is a bit mind-boggling but how cool they all looked and different was amazing uh yeah i oh, did i loved loved the depths <clears throat> i love that it wasn't um completely open just like the mainland was like i love that you had to get to it through like different entrances, but yeah, like the visuals down there and like playing with the darkness mechanic and all the light seeds um, was really, really cool. Um, I'm a big fan of like an extra step and challenge. And that was definitely a lesson in resource management. Mm -hmm. uh, I quickly learned that I shouldn't just shoot my light seeds with arrows all the time because I will quickly run out of arrows. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I just had link hucking seeds everywhere. Yeah. By the way, link would put most quarterbacks to shame. I thought the dude had a, <laughs> freaking arm on him yeah <laughs> he's right i want to throw something <laughs> at the you know at the perfect 42 to 45 uh degree angle and i'm like oh my god <laughs> right Lincoln Buck and he's he's jacked 
Yeah, yeah, he was. There he was. I remember uh, that revelation when you was over here and we were getting ready to stream that night. And you're like, wait, you can throw the seeds? You don't have to put them on arrows? Or yeah, like, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. Like, you're like, holy shit, <laughs> that's was, so much I was better. arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, fully wasting arrows. I actually, I'll be honest, I did it on accident the first time it happened. I was like, oh, shit. Cool. You know, like, I, I don't know if I hit the wrong button or what happened, but I didn't attach it to an arrow and I just chucked the seed in there. I was like, oh, shit, I'm not using arrows no more. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, because the darks, the depths were like dark, like very dark. There was there's armor you could get that would add light around you. Very little One piece though. would give like just barely wider than your shoulder width worth of light. The other, yeah. <laughs> a second piece would do a little bigger. And the third piece would probably be like, I don't know, seven, eight feet around around length. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't like it illuminated anything. You just nope. didn't fall off a cliff by accident. Yeah, and you can take like a, I think you could take a falling star and you could put it on like a shield and that would give you some light. And then there were an, uh, there was yeah. another I don't know, it was a fruit or a veggie of some kind that had some kind of a sheen to it. You could put on items as well and it would give you a little light, but yeah, not much. You could brew some elixirs too. elixirs too. Light. Yeah, I didn't I didn't yeah. pedal with those, yeah, but yeah, I read yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those areas were a lot of a lot of fun, um, especially going down and um, it wasn't as like densely populate, populated with stuff, but there was a lot of like stuff to mm. mine, creatures to kill, like coliseums were really cool. The whole visual style under in the depths was awesome, especially when you got to like the abandoned like Zonai factories. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I, I farmed a bunch of those like pretty consistently. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they kept they All kept the me uh they kept me buffing my my zinc my link the whole time, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah, oh for sure, for sure. Just fast traveling back and forth, pretty much consistently to get to those. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I do think the game <laughs> yeah. looks great. Um, I still think, like you said, it's a it's a magic act how they make it run. Um, I you know like other than Mario Kart or Mario Odyssey, probably one of the best looking, if the best looking top three top five switch games period like just it oh, looks yeah. fantastic easy plays great Easily. you know like but if you if you literally just took away all the mechanics and just like saw it playing you'd be like man that is pretty like that is so gorgeous and oh yeah i mean they made the best of that art style they yeah. did and it just it looks like it looks like a cartoon i mean it looks like a, an anime zelda you know cartoon and i love it i yeah. think it's fantastic and so good. I would not be sad if they kept that art style for many more years and just kept giving us more cool break more eggs and make more gameplay mechanics, you know, so. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell for yeah. sure. For sure. So did the game perform for you really <clears throat> well overall? For me, it did. I didn't have any crashes. I'll be honest. Uh, I was one of the uh, I was one of the duplicates. I duplicated shit all the time, so. Um, I'm not at one, not one ounce sad or, uh, ashamed to say that. Um, and I never updated the game never once because they were, you know, they updated the, the glitch out of it. Right. And uh -huh. that game ran, I'm going to just say flawlessly because I can only tell you one, I can tell you one story of performance I had, but the game never crashed or caused a, a big issue. But, um, I, I, never had a problem i was like this is amazing like it, I, I was so many times i mean i had over 100 hours in my gameplay and so many times 
I'd be playing the game and I'm just talking to my son and I would just be, dude, this, this is just insane. Like this is absolutely nuts that this console is playing this game and it looks this good and runs this good and everything. So yeah, I, I absolutely yeah. have no problems with performance, man. I mean, did you have any yourself on your side? No real crashes, <clears throat> but I did notice in areas that had like a mist or like a fog or something. When I need to go to use ultra hand, I dropped like 15 frames a second. Okay. And then as soon as I dropped it, uh, it would be fine. It was nothing like breaking because it's not like you're going to be like building stuff mid combat or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like once in a blue moon, I get frame rate droppage from that, that specifically. Yeah. Um, you kind of pinpointed like it. 99.9% of the time. Perfect. Super perfect. Yeah. 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 The only time I had, and it was more than just a frame stutter. And I think it was because I don't think they thought a lot of people were going to do it. And that was at Hyrule Castle where you could go into the depths beneath it. Like if I would build like a Zonai yeah. bike, right. And my bike, I would just fly straight down and then fly back up, you know, to go do whatever I was doing. And there was a moment where I flew down into the depths. I did something real quick. I needed to do, and I flew back up. And when I went back up, the game stopped, like literally froze because there was no, oh. there was no loading it could do because typically when you needed to get back up from the depths, you're either going to fast travel or you're going to find something that you can ascend through. Right. So yeah, there yeah. was no load transition. Yeah. So since there was no load transition that. and there was this enormous hole above me, though, I could still see everything, but the, the whole game just stopped and I could just see Hyrule Castle just floating there with the gloom around it, just all stuck. And I was like, uh oh, just like one of the moments where I was like, I might have just crashed the game. I don't know what happened here. And it was probably a 10 second pause, like just enough for you as a gamer. All of us have been there, right? Where you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there it ba- is, <laughs> especially back if you could think back in the early 2000s or whatever, when we're playing on discs and, you know, you might have a scratch disc and you're like, no, no, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, oh, man, I hope uh-huh, it didn't just uh-huh. crash and destroy everything. And then, boom, it just it kicked back on and then a little stutter and then boop, just took back off flying back up where I was going to. So that was it. That was the only time anything happened to me that I could say was like a major slowdown. Um, I was never building Zonai on the fly or anything like you mentioned uh, to notice anything right. like that. And I don't think I ever ran into a situation uh, where I had so many things going on the screen at once as, as well as like environmental effects that would have slowed it down. And it just probably didn't happen in my gameplay, but I thought That's it was fair enough. I thought it was flawless, man. I mean, other than that, and I understood why that was happening after it happened. I went, Oh, I get why that happened now. And it, all the cogs went in place, you know? Yeah. I mean, they were clever. I think they had like, quote unquote loading screens right when you're going right. down into the depths it was an abnormally long fall but that was fun and it was cool yeah so i never like i knew what was going and on, you were still in control care. you know you, you could yeah. still move link around and still have fun with him even though it was kind of loading and you just <laughs> didn't see it you know yeah you know what you know that's why those holes were like a mile de- uh like long oh you for sure got to like a mile deep a cave yep <laughs> yeah yeah, it was all awesome. super clever because it made you feel cool every time. And there were still consequences if you hit a rock in the hole on the way down because you yeah. can still hit stuff and still die. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, you absolutely could. And uh, yeah, it reminded me of like the um, uh, the elevators from Mass Effect. They were a mask of of load screens as well. You know, um, you popped into an elevator yeah. to go somewhere and, you know, the elevator took a little longer than normal. And well, next thing you know, it opens and you're where you needed to go. So, uh, yeah, super clever. I loved it. I thought it was really smart of them. And it didn't found it didn't feel intrusive in any way, and it was it was a smart way to do it because you never felt like you saw very many load screens or hiccups or stops. It was great. No, I think the real sorcery comes from when you're diving from a sky island. Yeah, and you just see it all transition. Like yeah. you can tell it's rendering some things as it comes into view. It, it must have like a real like iterative process. Like it, it's only it's like prioritizing one, a few assets at a time. And then by the time you get to the ground or even care about what it looks like or could even see what it looks like, it was already loaded. Yes. Like, I don't I don't know what they did. Like the depths was an obvious transition the yes. sky to the regular ground. I, I don't know. I, 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 I tried to make sense of it. Someone had made a, a mention and was kind of talking about it, who was a game developer that the image you saw as you got higher in the sky became more of a static image. So meaning that it was only one layer uh, thick. Sure. And sure. then as you got closer, it would, it would layer those images into a 3d and you just, you couldn't see it because it was oh. so far away and it would, it would yeah. only do, it would only do that on the, the really vast scale image you see, but what was beneath you was still staying in 3D so that the game still looked obviously correct and everything around it slowly would start, you know, rendering itself. And I'm like, oh, that, so that's just insane. Perception. Yeah. That's so cool. That's the yeah, way that's I, that's so the clear. way I understood it anyway, from listening to them kind of explain it. I'm like, man, that's just smart. Like it's like Nintendo doing Nintendo, you know, it's just how they do it. Yeah. Cause some crazy innovation right there. That's yeah. So cool. It is nuts. Absolutely nuts. Very, very cool. Hell yeah, man. So we're going to talk about audio, I think now. Um, yeah. I mean, I I literally just put music. The music is great. Like, I want the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about sound effects <laughs> and all the other stuff. I mean, that's cool, but it, it yeah, really isn't good. much they're different. Good. They're good. Yes. But uh -huh. the music like this game needs a soundtrack. And I mean, there's there's one particular geoglyph that you can watch that at least I can watch. And, and it gives me goosebumps every single time because of how they put in, you know, the the. I mean, it's the it's the song of time that's playing. It's just playing in such a different tone and there's other things going on yeah. around it. And it's just, you know, yeah. Ganon's there and there's an epic moment about to happen. It's just how smartly they used a lot of the music as well um, uh, for, you know, yeah. emotional beats and everything. And it's just, it's still Zelda music, but uh, it's kind of there as a little wink for the fans of all the music that have been there for all the past, you know? It's like, yes, yeah. I can't say enough about it, man. It's just fucking, it blew my mind how good the music was. I thought the music in the fucking trailer was good and then played the game and was like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'll just echo everything you just said. Like my, the first phrase in my notes is absolute masterclass in music. Yeah. hundred I mean, percent. Hands down. Best Zelda music. I mean, it was innovative, but old. Uh, I mean, you could hear the elements in it. Um, just to give myself a little bit of refresher while I was writing this, I um, I watched the ending of the game again. Nice. And I didn't realize I, I heard 
the uh, the classic, like just Hyrule music in, in the middle of like the new or- orchestral stuff. I'm like, it's like in the background, but it's yeah. there and it yeah. mixes so incredibly well. It, it does. paid someone a lot of money to make that perfect. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that person needs to be very, very proud because it's so damn good. So good. Oh, my God. dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, this all the sound effects and stuff, honestly, still pretty much the same from Breath of the Wild. It's like just yeah. overall. I mean, there's some new things, you know, with we're talking with Zonai, the way they talk now and their voices are, you oh, know, they come across yeah. different. But it's like, I mean, it. It's minor, but it's still like very well done. Nothing was like irritating or like repetitive to the point where you got sick of not it. Not even a little. Yeah, yeah, not even. So it was like a huge weight off, you know, in the first three or four hours and getting off of the sky islands of playing. It was just like, okay, the zone I aren't some annoying little D bags we got to do with talking with all the time. You know, <laughs> these are these are all right. These are okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, everything, everything fit nothing was out of place but where this game really evolved in its audio was um music um yeah. and honestly the voice acting too i know we've just we already yeah. talked about voice acting how like how the characters did in their, in their narrative but honestly i thought everything was um pretty well done there's a few i thought it was a little bit more like anime-esque and in, in the voice acting like especially the uh, the goron where he's all that. like oh no goro yes yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or sure, more hyped up, a little more animated in the voice acting, um, but it fit the characters. So, like, yeah, at times was it was a little cheesy at times. Yeah, was it out of place? Absolutely not. No, exactly, it wasn't out of place. You totally forgave it when it was going on, and you just like kind of a little chuckle about it, and be like, "All right, I can do without it," but you know, it's okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. I thought I thought the audio was great. I never had any problems with it, and. Yeah, give me more of that music. It looks like the soundtrack is on uh, Spotify now, so I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to start listening to some nice. of that over the next uh, day or so. Cause hell yeah, same here, man. Same I didn't here. real I didn't realize it's on there, but yes, I'll. Uh, there, there's multiple Zeldas in it, so we'll see how much of it's Tears of the Kingdom. But anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the list overall, okay. I see. Yeah, there's so much Zelda music on there. It's like, give me more Tears of the Kingdom. I just want that. I would I would love a vinyl of it, man. I think we had that conversation when we were at the bar, but oh, it's like a vinyl yeah. of this, man, just pure the in the purest form. Uh, God, that would be awesome. I love that. And then it'd be a sweet 100%. collectible. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm surprised they don't already yeah. have that out there. They would sell a literal million of those. Things. Yes, they would. <laughs> yes, they would. A million and two at least because we're, we're buying them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, oh, man. I, I think one of the one of the things um, before we get into gameplay, I, I, I wrote a note down to myself. I want to make sure I, I put this on the record is like. I mean, I still stand by my words on this, that it doesn't feel like a true Zelda game to me, but it, that's because a true Zelda game to me is more linear. And, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, I think this is a perfect transition into gameplay because it's like i i still want that like i still want them to either give me a 35th anniversary you know bring bring me back uh, some ocarina of time give me a twilight princess or you know uh yeah wind waker we, we've talked about that plenty on the show give us a wind waker remaster oh gosh, yes. or, or just give us the freaking give... hd wii u edition just throw it on switch <laughs> yes. um 
that we, we don't ask for much, you know, but uh, I, I, I want a linear Zelda again. And, and after finishing this game, these words meant even more to me because this did the storytelling in such a new profound, like Zelda way that I mm. would love to see that done in a linear fashion. So like the whole experience like sticks more and not to say yeah. this didn't yeah. stick, but like that, I think people who are out there who could agree with me on this and understand where I'm coming from, like the whole thing, the gameplay, the story, you know, mechanics, environments, music, all of that just has like a different essence to it when it's done in a linear fashion. And I think it right. allows for more conversation as well where you can relate yeah, because you yeah it's because you don't have to go find it right yes it's it's presented to you and you're all it's playing through it you know yeah 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 exactly no i, I know exactly where you're coming from yeah, so i do definitely want them to at least do a like another side zelda right um kind of like what like link's awakening is right give us another like me like a doesn't have to be a top-down zelda or anything but right. we've done offshoots and side stuff in the past kind of went another one yeah exactly yeah give me a little 10 20 hour zelda game with uh, this type of story in it uh art style would be the fine leave it you know what i'm saying like, i said it like i would love to see it stay the same um but uh we'll see what comes from it but i i, I just think that you know getting into the gameplay part of this game uh it's it definitely is the way zelda is going to be from now on and I'm fully accepted I so. that I, I don't yeah. see this. This is not going to make a 180. There's no way they're going to turn around the ship. They are hauling ass <laughs> in one direction and they know where they're going. And I'm OK yeah. with it. You know, yeah. just don't crash the ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. With this level of success, <clears throat> with both Breath of the Wild and this game, like Breath of the Wild is huge. But like Tears of the Kingdom has been a phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't see them really changing it, at least not for another game. Uh, Nintendo gets a little bit gets a little bit bored when they do the same thing for too long. Yep. And so they're gonna they're gonna throw a, sp a different spin on it at some point. But I think we get, we have at least one main line game before we see that. Yes, agreed for sure. Uh, Nintendo has kind of like a like a very low level ADHD. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't like to completely <laughs> stay on one track for too long. You know, it's not, it's not high level, yeah. but it's still something that you can see them doing. But I mean, as far as gameplay goes for this thing, um, uh, the biggest thing that I loved the most, my biggest, uh, bullet point was I loved how the powers did not need any bullshit energy to go find and use and keep powering up my arm or, you know, whatever the case was. Yeah. Um, Cause I really yeah. thought they were going to do some crap with that. You know, like you have a fuel tank, oh, something uh, like that, see. you know, yeah. Limited yeah. to so much or whatever. And I thought it was great how they implemented it with just the batteries and how you can continually just keep using the batteries and just refilling it. Now, that for me, it was like, yeah, that's energy. And I'm sure people out there could be like, well, wait, wait, Nick, you do need energy to use the powers. But that wasn't everything. That was only certain things. So, you know, the fact of putting stuff together and taking it apart and ascending and and everything didn't need power. It just you just were given it like you got it and it worked. I loved that. I did not expect that at all. 
Yeah, and it wouldn't be out of place for them to do that, though, because it wouldn't. That That's why I was so happy. For, <laughs> was like, don't do for that. So long. Like, how many times did you go to shoot a fire arrow and you just didn't have the magic to do it? And you're like, yeah, it. yeah. And he had to go, like, kill some choo-choos because, you know, <laughs> you got it. Enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, super happy about how that worked. Um, you could use the zone eye charges to recharge your battery if you're like midair and you're like, hold up, not yet. I'm 10,000 feet up. Right. Um, or something like that. But from just like a usage standpoint, if you ran out of power, usually it wasn't that big of a deal. You just waited till it recharged itself. Right. It wasn't all that fast. And if you ran your batteries out completely, the more batteries you had, the longer you had to wait to recharge. But it wasn't so obnoxious that it was like punishing, but it wasn't so forgiving that it was negligible. I think they struck a really great balance of that. Yes. Yes. I fully agree. Um, probably one of my biggest surprises uh, of the game was, I mean, top three, probably I'd say the, the music, the story and this was like, thank you, God. Thank you, Nintendo and the gaming gods for, for just allowing me to play your game and not feel like it's a chore constantly to go do shit, you know? Um, so yeah. that that was definitely one of my big points. Uh, I was happy to see them. I thought the mechanics were amazing. Uh, building things in the game was probably one of my favorite parts. Um, so fun. I think I got into a little bit of a, oh, I don't know. You want to say a rut or something like that? I just kept building the same shit. Like once I found stuff that worked, I didn't really veer away from that anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I did play that way. Um, I probably didn't like have as much fun in the game screwing around like a lot of other players did um mm -hmm. but i i don't think that's why i was here i don't think that's why i came to the you know to the game to the movie to that's the show fair. you know whatever and it, and it gave you that freedom yeah yeah and i i love that i mean there's just the the ability to to do whatever i wanted to do in whichever order or fashion i wanted to is great i uh, i think you and i both had a conversation either on a pre-show at some point um where we we played uh the very beginning building a boat and we both fucked the boat up to the point where we didn't have anything <laughs> to build the boat with anymore <laughs> and oh god that sucks so we, bad we both you, found different ways game, across the river you know it's it like yeah <laughs> it's it like that's so cool we both screwed up but we also both did opposite things to get across the river <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh don't use two sails yeah, don't area. don't waste them both if you're at the beginning. It, it'll launch. <laughs> I'm like, we, we both thought we were so cool. And like, man, it's going to be so fast. We're going to get across this pond so quickly. And the damn thing took off while I was in the air and it splashed as I watched it float across. Yeah. As I wasted half the trees I just cut down. Yes, yes. Same shit. And I, that was such a cool moment. And then, you know, being able to get through puzzles and building things. Um I think that was one of the reasons it was one of my favorite mechanics was because, uh, and, and simple puzzles. I mean, they weren't puzzles, I guess Zelda. See, I still think of them as puzzles because I'm still old school, but like to get to the yeah. top of a cliff that's covered in ice and you can't climb it. That's a puzzle to me. Like instantly I'm like, I got to get up to the top. Yeah. Right. So that, that was one of the first few, uh, situations I had where it was like, wait a minute, I can build a ladder i can build a bridge i can build whatever the hell i want to build because the game says do yes. it yes and i did it and it worked and i got to the top and i was just like i love this game like this is such an amazing experience like thank you this is really so much is. fun 
Oh man! And on the topic of puzzles, the shrines. Yes, I thought let's talk were about that. Four to five times better than anything Breath of the Wild ever did. Yeah, those were cool shrines. I had fun. I got a little bored because I thought they were all a little bit too easy. Some were a little. But yes, Tears of the Kingdoms, Tears of the Kingdoms uh, shrines were fantastic. Yeah, they they weren't like so mind boggling that it was just frustrating. But all of them had just enough challenge that it wasn't just like. You walk in and immediately know what to do. I mean, some were somehow were harder than others, but all of them made yep. you think at least a little bit. Yep, exactly. Like once the once the aha moment came, you're like, oh, I got this. But the aha moment was a cool moment. You know, it wasn't like, oh, uh-huh. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, hell nice. I have to I have to turn this into a baseball bat, you know, or whatever the case was. And I was yeah. like, hell yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you could cheese some of them. There was there was definitely a few obnoxiously long bridges that the game rewarded me for taking the time to build an obnoxiously long bridge. But I mean, you could also spend the same amount of time doing the puzzle itself, and that's what I did most of the time. But there are certainly other times like they gave me so many materials. There's no way I'm not going to build something far longer than I probably should. Right. Exactly. Or do like what I did, and maybe you did this as well. Is when you walk in, you know, like you have your aha moment. You're like, okay. And then you go, you know what? That's a little bit more than I want to do. I'm going to try and do it some, uh, some other way. And then you do it some other way. And you're like, hell yeah. I told you game. I don't have to do your long <laughs> I way. I don't know how many times it's I went so into the ones rewarding. with the, with yeah. the roller coaster rails. That's what I called them. They, yeah. you know, you, they'd want you to build something and then put fans on it and be able to control this and balance this and do all this other stuff. And I was like, hold on a minute. I can walk on those rails. Um, nah, I'm not doing your little thing. And I would literally just <laughs> walk on the rails and get to the other section I needed, pick up what I needed, be like, okay, well, how do I get it over there? And then it was just simple as attaching it to, you know, a fan or, you know, a balloon or whatever I had. And I just send it over to where I needed it to go, you know? And I was like, yeah, nice. that's, ta- that's what I'm talking nice. about. And I just, I thought that was so cool that, you know, seeing so many other people do those uh, in different ways. And I mean, me and a buddy at work, uh, there was always conversation. He was like, I can't do this, man. I got what do they want me to do? I don't get it. What's going on? You know, and that that aspect of the shrines in, in this game, for sure, because they were a little harder, you know, they were like not like yeah. a dungeon, but kind of, you know, but they made you conversate. So like, you know, I get, you know, buddy at work and, you know, uh, my son and, and everybody, we're all talking about the same thing. Like, Oh, how'd you do that one? Or, Oh, I did this. Oh, I was able to do this, but you're all talking about the same thing. And it really added that little bit of, uh, you know, reminiscence of, you know, the late nineties, early two thousands Zelda for me being able yeah. to chat, you know, chat about it and stuff and help each other get through them. And, you know, you're stuck in a part or whatever. And, you know, oh, damn, I never even thought to do that. You know, um, it was just super cool. You know, like with the ice blocks and stuff was the one I remember uh, my buddy at work getting stuck at. It was like, uh, you got to put the ice blocks on these oh, and this. Yeah. And it's like, I did these. I Those did these fun. and these. He's yeah. like, but I still can't get out of the damn thing. And then, yeah, walked it through with him. I hadn't done that one yet. And I was like, OK, you got to do this and this and this. And oh, I see what you did wrong, man. You got to put this here so it blocks the fire and then you have to put it down and then it'll activate the switch. And then you can, you know, oh shit, I didn't even realize I could block the fire, dude. I was like, yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, you know, dude, Just yeah. super cool, man. I love that part of man. it. And those shrines were the most fun I had with the rewind ability too. 
which yeah. I feel like not enough people talk about. Everybody loves Alter Hand. Everybody loves Fuse, and they're amazing. They're great. They're worth talking about. For sure. Rewind was a little bit harder to use clever, but when you did use it cleverly, <laughs> like music, it, it felt oh, so yeah. good every time. There's sometimes like, I can't figure out how to get up there. Like, I can't get this thing to stay. I'm like, you know, I don't have to get to the stay. I'm going to lift it up with Alter Hand. I'm going to set it back down. I'm going to get on top. I'm going to use Rewind. Yep. I'm going to walk <laughs> onto the thing I yep. want to get to. Oh, man. And that's how I learned how to use um, the wings better. Oh, yeah. Gliders, is that um, like I had this built, but I don't have any carts for wheels. I'm like, oh, no, just lift it up and stop the rewind mid thing. And it'll just go where I need it to be. Yeah. But, oh, man. All the shrines are so cool. I really, really loved the, the ones where they stripped you down and made you build up and kill all the Zonai. Those were cool. And, and everything. I didn't Those like so that at fun. first. I was like, what the hell? And then when they send you through it and then they give you your shit back at the end. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. They, they don't hammer you or anything at it. They just put you through a little bit of a challenge and it was just a good time. It is so fun. I, I, I immediately got excited and walked in and LinkedIn have like any armor on I'm like, Oh, it's, it's go time. Let's yeah, go exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I think one of the things uh, along with, gameplay that i gotta talk about because i i've already put a nitpick out about this and that's difficulty in video games and i think i i like a lot what nintendo has done with zelda and difficulties because there is no difficulty Mm. level like this is like the way to play or create a souls game you know in a nintendo world because depending on where you go or what you're fighting depends on a loadout you need to maybe change or, you know, in- right. increase something or get, you know, go find some materials you may not have found yet that can help, you know, defeat said enemies that are stronger. And if you don't want to fight them, you don't have to. You can still enjoy the game and you don't oh, have yeah. to go through the, hardest the terror. Yeah. 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 Our stuff is optional. It is. I, did, I didn't kill a single Gleok. I didn't I either. Someday. I, I will too. <laughs> I will too. I plan on it. But yeah, same same for me. Like I I did kill a couple uh, silver. Um, oh, it was, was Lionels. No, I didn't do any Lionels. It was the Ogles or Ogres or Ogles. I can't remember their name. The big oh, tall ones with yeah. the, the one eyeball. Um, yeah. But that was you know like sit back and pick them off real slow kind of situation. And I had some higher ended uh, things I could fuse to arrows and stuff like that. But yeah, it was like you know just those just were like do it for fun. You know, do it if you want. Do it if you got time. And right, right. I think I I know. I mean, that's my style. And I just I wish there was more of that kind of stuff going through other games where you it's not required to enjoy the game uh, in other levels. And I just like that that level of of Nintendo that they it's somehow, man, they built like a layer cake of video game in one game where it's like, you can just have a little bit or you can have multiple layers of it, just depending on where you do or what you want to, or where you go or what you want to do in it. And I don't think very many games do that. I think they're all or nothing and and they take away choice. And I loved, uh, and I mean, this is kind of like part of my final thoughts on the game. And I loved that. That was what Zelda did. Um, and I mean, breath of the wild did it too, but I feel like for some reason it hit harder in this game because of the mechanics of the game so much of it oh, was just yeah, the it choice was... of the player i feel like the variety of stuff was still the same but the variety was so much more 
uh, um, obtainable, usable in Tears of the yeah, Kingdom. Like yeah. all the elements and stuff. Like you could find fire swords and ice swords and stuff in Breath of the Wild, but you had fire swords and ice swords on demand in yes. Tears of the Kingdom. Exactly. You chose when you got that stuff. You didn't have to like worry about like, I found this 50 power weapon, but I'm going to use these 10 powers because I have no reason to use these just yet. Right. Now, like to get a 50 power weapon, you still have to use valuable resources, but you could go get those reliably and then use them without a whole lot of like regret afterwards. I did. You know, you found. Yeah. No, go ahead. I never felt like I was out of materials to fuse or on shy of anything. And if I was feeling low, I just went and fought and fought some stuff. Yes. And five minutes later, I had what what it is I wanted. And I was on my merry way to kill more things with the more powerful thing I just got. Yes, exactly. Was, yeah. And I felt like that was definitely a balance that this game did over Breath of the Wild for sure. Because I know for a fact when I played Breath of the Wild, which took me a couple of years to actually finish because I was definitely left more like unsatisfied because it was such a different Zelda. And there was so much going on in that game that... I'll be honest, I didn't understand because I was like, this isn't Zelda. Like, what, what do I have to do? What is this? Why, if I add this to this, as far as cooking goes, why does it create this effect? All those kinds of things. But right. this, this one almost immediately, like once I was on, you know, Hyrule out of the sky and I was able to like get the gist of where everything was and what was going to happen and where, you know, I get swords and where I get bows and, I just stopped caring that that bow I'm going to break and that sword I'm going to break be. And it had nothing yeah. to do with fuse or any of that. It had to do with like, there's so much more of it. It felt like, like I can, I know where swords are at. I know where bows are at. I know where enemies are to fight to get these things. And even though I used the duplication glitch, a lot of that kind of stuff, I mean, you couldn't duplicate weapons in my gameplay. Like I, I didn't have, either the time or give a shit about it i was just like i could get weapons i'm good you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i think this game did such a great job like making that better for the player oh 100 percent. yeah yeah like I, I never felt like i had to farm for anything but i'm also eager to fight the the next strongest thing that i see so yeah. I, the part of my intuition in my gaming always led me to have stronger cooler stuff because i was always trying to fight stronger cooler enemies like i did fight a few lionels and you know a lionel bow was awesome in the final fight but oh i bet yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man those gibdo rig cages uh yeah i only use those on arrows They're oh yeah weapons. yep yep i had some of them as well yeah i tried fighting oh. lionels i'll be honest man i never was able to actually kill one but the only one i ever ran into was a silver lionel and I mean, that dude, he oh, had what a one to run into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I ran into him in the freaking winter area as well. Uh, so but it was like I just couldn't for some reason I could not get him to stop hitting me like he was always on target. And I'm like, dude, uh, like yeah. I, I've kind of had enough of you. I'm just out of here now. And then I just kind of gave up and, and did other shit. But um, right. I mean, I could have took him out if I wanted to. I mean, I started dwindling some of his health away, but. Um, I think I was kind of pissing around with, uh, with, uh, Zonai devices at that point. I was like building like flying vehicles that had like, you know, homing, like lasers oh, and yeah. that kind of stuff on them. Those just, cool. just to see what would happen. That, but those are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it worked a little bit, but it didn't, it didn't do as what you see on everything else. So I was like, okay, I'll just, uh, 
I'll go fight something else. I'm good. And that was it. It was like, I didn't have to get frustrated or, or bothered with it. I was just like, okay, I'm going to reload and fly the other direction this time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the sages would help with harder <clears throat> fights too. Yeah. Could go, especially with, with the, uh, the boss moblins or the book of moblins. Um, okay. They always had like a posse with them. So I really, really loved like using stuff I could use to like disperse them or stun them. And then I could go pick them off as they're one or one or two were getting up. I could go swing down another one. Um, and then I could get the boss guy down eventually as I was avoiding his boulders from the sky and whatnot. Um, yeah. So that's really where I really enjoyed uh, the sages as well. And, you know, that that reminds me of something I need to mention. There was one thing about the gameplay that I definitely think they needed to change. And hopefully they do. If they do any more of these is when the sages needed to be used, you had to go near them and activate them. That shit got really bothersome, yeah. uh, especially, especially when you had the them lightning all. power. The lightning yeah. power sucked the most. I'll be honest. Barely ever used it Coolest because ability. Super cool. Yep. Super cool. Hardest to use. So I and I just kind of ignored that it even existed. Um, the thing I used the most was uh, was the Goro guy. Uh, he you know, I'd put him on the front of my my glider or whatever I was flying with and I would just start firing him at the enemies. And it, he helped me in a bunch of boss fights, which was super oh, cool. Really? OK. Oh, yeah. Nice. It was a big, big deal nice. for me on him. And uh, obviously, you know, then, you know, the the Sage of Wind, you know, that just helps you kind of get across the world a little quicker. But. Oh my god, I abused that in the air. Abused. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same same. If I wasn't flying, I was using that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had the I had the uh the the armor that allowed for longer gliding and, and everything as well. So like the wing, oh, yeah. there's wings yeah. on it. So the wingsuit, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which was cool. But by the time it was over, uh I was I was Ocarina of Time Zelda or Link and um I was just ready to go after Ganon. I, I was definitely reliving some past memories uh, at the end of the game for sure. <laughs> it looks I, uh, super I dope. Full fierce deity. Yeah. Oh, the fierce deity suit looks so cool too. Yeah, that one is pretty cool. That's the one my son's They're... trying to get right now. Oh, there, it's so obscure. I found two pieces by complete accident. Knew I was never going to scour all three maps enough to find the third piece. Fully Googled the third piece. Yep. You did <laughs> like, exactly you know, what I, I did. <laughs> like I was lucky enough and diligent enough to, in exploring to find two of these pieces. And I fully recognize I found these by accident. These were not targeted. Uh, so yep. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill myself 10 hours to look for the chess piece just out of pride. I'm going to look this up. Yep. Even though exactly. I have limits on looking stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. I found the pants and the tunic. And I was just wearing other headgear at the time uh, to get through. And I was like, man, I got to have it all. Like, where where are they? Where, you know, and I found I, found, I just Googled it. It was like, OK. And it was yeah. it was not something I would have ran across by accident. It was in the depths and it was in like a lava pit area, like at the top of like a lava like pool that you had to land on from above or like try and fly up to. It was all kinds of shit around it you would have never just you would have never just walked upon it i was like yeah no (laughs) yeah so those are (laughs) those are those puzzles that they definitely wanted you to go check out every little thing you could find yeah yeah this one was a lot more zelda in ways that breath of wild wasn't and i think in the the sage dungeons really put that 
and uh brought some like classic zelda style yeah back. those temples they were weren't really like cool full-fledged dungeons but the temples were as close as they could get while being still on theme with the rest of the game yeah yeah absolutely what was your favorite temple uh out of the well there's a total of five there i think oh man they were all so cool honestly um the desert one was the most dungeony dungeon it was um, absolutely true yep but thematically oh my gosh i want to say the water temple okay. was probably my favorite just okay. the way at the look and everything you had to do um the air temple i didn't like traversing as much but the boss was really really cool he um, was cool he was a little easy but he was cool was easy but it was a fun one though super fun man it made that's the balance yeah. man they did it all the time in this game is wild the balance in this game yeah the water temple looked the best but had the lamest boss <laughs> it did <laughs> then, yeah see <laughs> there's yeah. that balance again uh, the other yeah exactly the other ones were proportional i i liked the um the fire temple uh and it's the cartwheels and stuff that yeah. one was actually some really challenging puzzle that would that was one tricky was also very classic uh zelda yep and then um the the desert one again was was really good yeah i I'm, the boss is really fun too yeah it was yeah it was different too you know the the sand deal um that that one would be my favorite from the desert just because of how much it felt like a dungeon um and i think we talked about that a little bit when we had our our talk off pod but it's just like yeah yep that one screamed like maybe they did that one last you know and they were like what if we take everything from all the other ones and kind of put it all in this one and they just ramp it up a little bit uh with all the uh-huh. little, all the puzzles even like even like just starting that one where you had to make like the the triangle like the triforce you know emblem of finding you know the the pillars out in the sand yeah. and lighting it. i mean it was yeah. like that was so zelda i was like man this yeah, is that so was cool. a- a definite ode to Ocarina of Time traversing yes. that desert and like, yeah, if you went too far off track, it forced the beginning and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. They did a much better job because I I mean I loved Breath of the Wild. I didn't really care that much for the Divine Beasts. Right. I yep. thought they were pretty weak as far as the dungeon goes. Like, but this one they they really stepped up for Tears of the Kingdom for this. Yeah, I, th- I think these were definitely better than Divine Beast. I didn't dislike the Divine Beast as much as you. Uh, but it was like these just felt uh, they just felt more on brand. It was like this is so, so cool, like that they just went right back and fulfilled, uh, I think, a pretty big need that uh, everybody asked for. It was like, give us give us some classic uh, stuff. They listened for sure. Oh, I know yeah. that was even I think that was both of our graphs like, yeah, this is awesome. But I miss classic dungeons. Did we get a full scale classic dungeon? Nah. Did we get like a quarter of it enough to satiate us? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I would, I would agree with yeah. that for sure. Yeah, I think the air one would have been my second favorite uh, just because the boss was just neat. Uh, just a lot of fun, different. I mean, even though it wasn't super yeah. challenging, I think it took me only twice and I beat it. Um, and then any other time I ran into it in the depths later and it was like first try. Cake. I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. just like. Oh, you're going down, dude. You know, it was pretty sweet. But yeah, hell yeah, man. I like the temples quite a bit. So. So what final thoughts you have there, sir? Oh, my gosh, dude, this game. So good. I, th- I thought it was an absolute masterpiece. I don't I don't know what I was expecting out of this Zelda. I was hoping for something big because it took so long to do. 
man, did they deliver. Um, it is, I think we've mentioned this before on the pod. This is the Ocarina of Time of this generation. Yeah. I think, I think kids from like eight to 12, they're going to, this is going to stick with them like Ocarina of Time has for us. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. And like I said, I love Breath of the Wild. But this, but Tears of the Kingdom makes Breath of the Wild look like a fucking prototype. Breath of the Wild seems incomplete by comparison of Tears of the Kingdom. And that, when we did our like top 10 games of all time way back when, mm. um, I think this uh, Breath of the Wild it was in both of our like top fives. It was it was in yeah. somewhere mid mid list for us, right? And for this to make that game one of our all time favorite games look like a prototype is an insane accomplishment. We thought Breath of the Wild was was wild, but Tears of the Kingdom is on a whole nother tier. Um, Nintendo, uh, we now know why t- Nintendo took so long. You know they clearly put a lot of passion in this game and. Um, I very much look forward to coming back. Like, there's other stuff I want to play. I'm still playing Diablo, and I'm still not done with that. But I want to come back to this game so bad at some point. Um, dude, like five out of five game. I, yeah, I, there was there was some stupid stuff like I said, like a, in very specific circumstances, dropping frame rate. Never once ruined my gameplay. Never. Nope. Once. nope same. Yeah, it, it very much fulfilled uh, a Zelda itch that I didn't think it was going to fill, which is very uh, mm-hmm. pleasant surprise for sure, especially because I had more fears than you did going in. <laughs> That's uh, well known <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it hit it hit a home run for me. Uh, it's definitely in running for game of the year for me. I don't know where it will land. Uh, I'll definitely yeah, have to go back that. and. I have to like take little bites of all the ones that are on the list at some point and just kind of re reassess my feelings again before, uh, before we do our game of the year show later on. But, um, yeah, this thing, it was fantastic. Uh, it, it just, it hit on all the levels it needed to, um, some that I didn't expect it to hit on. And the ending to this game was the fucking coolest gaming moment how did we not mention that yeah we i had to i had to circle back we got to talk about that but that ending is there okay let me just say this so all video games end but not all of them hang on you know what i mean like you forget about them they don't mean anything I will die remembering the feeling that this game is giving me chills right now. Remembering Full body goosebumps. Oh, hundred percent. They're down to my, they're down to my calves right now. You know, it's like a <laughs> hundred million percent. I will die remembering the ending to this game because it was bad ass to the level where I was screaming at the screen. Let me do it. Yes. Let me do it. Let me do it. And I mean, it fucking let me do it, you know, I mean, like, oh, my God, it was just, you know, and I I think we can keep a little bit on on, of a lid on it for people who may still be listening, hasn't finished the game. Yeah, that's a pretty big spoiler. Yeah, but it was like, holy shit. Yes, they they're letting I mean, you can ask my whole family. I mean, I was yelling at the screen and when it let me (laughs) do the thing, I was so pumped 
that like I felt like a kid again and like all of those feelings happening and like playing something and remembering it and that moment and everything that had happened to culminate to it. Um, I mean, it's going to yeah. be really hard for another game to beat this for game of the year for me, but I'm going to be very objective and, uh, you know, decide how I really feel. But man, a, a game that can do what it did to to end a game like it did I was just another huge unexpected like I did oh not gosh, did yeah. not see it coming yeah I mean Zelda always has a big final boss to it but this was on a different level <laughs> yeah this it was. was nuts and cinematic oh Ugh. it was truly so good yeah it was scored beautifully it. it was I mean oh, yeah Oh my God, man. It was just so many things about it were done a 10 out of 10. You know, they just hit a home run on all of these moments that it was like, you could tell they knew those moments would matter for all of us, you know, it mattered yeah. for them too. Yeah. But for them to be like empathetic, I think is the right word. Like they were thinking of the gamers, like, what are they going to think? What are they going to want in a moment like this? And they're like, they're going to want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, let them do it. <laughs> and it's like, most games don't do that. Like they just take over and you just have to sit and watch or, you know, it just ends and you're like kind of a little less fulfilled. And when it did that for me, I was just like five out of five. This game is is just hands down. Oh, my God. Cannot believe it. Um, such such an epic moment, an epic game. Uh, it's just 2023 is an epic year. I mean, there's so many things. I know. I know, dude. I know. It's just wild. So many. Just it's hard wild. to get to them all. Yeah, but I mean, be. yeah, I mean. I think we've gotten almost almost nothing but gush about this game, uh, this whole thing. Um, but it's hard to pick out anything negative. And I think the rest of the industry reflects that. Like, I don't know if a single person was like laid even eyes on this game. You're like, yeah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> right. No, like I think everybody who's ever touched it or even seen it would be like, oh, that's awesome. This is yeah. so cool the whole time. And I mean, dude, I'm still seeing random videos about the crazy stuff with someone slapping together like friggin' 15 laser beams and watching the yeah. batteries die, but that glee <laughs> dies faster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, just ridiculous stuff that people are doing with it. And, oh man, it's, yeah, like I feel like we should have more criticisms. But again, this game was so incredible and I haven't heard. <laughs> single hard criticism about this game so i don't think we're far off from anybody else and nope. just gushing about this game for forever yeah i don't think so i don't think like i said i i mean the the sages and the way they controlled could have used some some you know changes put them on a weapon wheel or something i don't know but uh, that that I would definitely accidentally sent gorons in random directions oh yeah oh yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent so, I mean, that would be like a definite negative that popped up for me playing. But like it's it's not a negative that breaks the game or kills the experience. And you hell, you don't even need to use them. They give you the choice of that as well. Like, I mean, yeah, you can turn them off if you don't like it. Yeah. Shut them off. Just yeah. shut them the hell off and, and play the game, you know, solo and just be link the badass hero of Hyrule. You know, that's just all you got to do. Yeah. 
And I did that for quite a bit of the game because, you know, they just kind of got in the way sometimes, you know, I just wanted to be an epic, you know, hero of Hyrule, like always. And, uh, I called him in when I needed him. So, uh, that, that's all I can think of, honestly, uh, obviously going way back in my brain and thinking of the hundreds of hours I played and, you know, all the other things, it's like nothing, nothing stands out like as, okay, this is a problem. It breaks my experience. And I, that's hard to say, especially in this day and age, it is. you know, it and is. let's yeah. also be honest about something too, that we need to see more of in video games. And that is a complete video game that doesn't need a bunch of bullshit thrown into it later or, you know, expansions and this, that, and the other. And I feel like that's what Zelda gave us. I mean, sure. They had some updates and some patches, but you know, that was not a big deal. That was, a done no, game. The game wasn't, I already yeah. said I'd never updated my game and I played through the entire game <laughs> and never had a problem. So that game was finished when it was released. They were just trying to get rid of some of the glitches people were, you know, utilizing and that's it. And I kind of feel like yeah. you should have just left them in the game anyway. It's just another level of choice. And I loved all of it. It was just absolutely fantastic. Um, we need more games that are finished, done and ready to go uh, from here on out. And I think this is one to start with. Yeah, no patches were because the game was broken. It's because glitches and like just like minor improvements. Yeah, very thought they were. They saw fit, but nothing, nothing was broken. None at all. Definitely five out of five from the pair of us. Um, Such a great game. I'm sure all of you out there listening have uh, played it. Uh, We want to know what your thoughts are on it. Uh, join our discord. You'll see that in the links below. We want to talk Zelda. We talk plenty of video games over there. Uh, we've got a nice tight group of, uh, of peeps over there that we chat with. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one, man. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know when it's going to happen. This one took six years. The next one could take 12. I don't know, but am I, (laughs) I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. I'm sure I'll still be gaming. Uh, even when, what do I be? I'll be 54 then. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm sure I'll still be gaming. Uh, but man, what an experience, what a game is just gushing with you about it on the podcast here. And when we went out for drinks and everything, man, it's just like, those. that's what it's all about. It's just, it's such an experience that you cannot deny it. Like you gotta embrace it definitely 100 percent. yeah absolutely all right y'all well uh no mind games tonight we're gonna end off with question of the week so we want to talk about that with everybody out there uh we got some fun zelda stories to talk about before uh we get out of here so pop it over to discord here uh let me uh let me get my deal up because i think i lost it on my screen come on go um so here's the question i presented and that is we want to hear from all of you about your best zelda memory maybe a moment in a game or just a real life moment that sticks with you from a zelda gaming session let's hear about them so first one we have here says well a moment this comes from rod chan over on our discord uh, our question of the weeks are exclusive to our Discord channel, by the way, guys. So if you want to get in on those, join the Discord and uh, come join the fun. Yeah, come on over. But Rod Chan, he says, well, a moment from my Zelda gaming session was that I was blessed to have the game early by a week. 
So he said, I go to a GameStop to pre-order so that I get to, uh, I get the wooden plaque and the GS employee to come out about 30, 45 minutes early so I can get my pre-order bonus. He gets there about 8.30 and the line was out the door and just just filled the inside. Said, as I get to the front of the line, they call me up and they had ran out of the wooden plaque pre-orders. Needless to say, I'm never going to GS to buy <laughs> anything from there. Other than that, Tears That's of the Kingdom day. is definitely game of the year. Yeah, that kind of that stuff kind of sucks. Uh, those those companies are not very good at their uh, pre-order processes. I worked in retail for a long time. It's it's uh, it's a trashy process they have in place. And if the managers don't care, and thankfully I was one, then you're just going to have a bunch of upset people. And that's just how that goes. The transparency doesn't exist uh, these days with those people. So, yeah. yeah, that is a bit of a bummer. You didn't get that, man. That sucks. But uh, I'm still glad you enjoyed the game and you got an additional week of playing it. So that's pretty even on, that's even more awesome. And uh, yeah. on, top, on top of that, it's huge. It's your game of the year. So, I mean, you can't uh, can't be too disappointed. It sounds like the game made up for the loss, uh, at least uh, from what I can sure tell. I hope so. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I, sure, I sure hope so, too. You got the next one, Josh. Yeah, one pen tones, one of the most regular regulars. Yes, sir. Uh, he says, my best Zelda memory was convincing my sister to lend me her Super Nintendo in the late 90s so I could play it. I was all about Sega back then. And it did most. Of the, it did take me most of the summer, but I played through and beat A Link to the Past one summer without a guide because it was before everyone had internet. I felt so proud. Definitely made a Nintendo fanboy out of me from that point on. That's legit. That's still one of my favorite Zeldas is a link to the past. Yeah, that's um, a very cool game. Yeah, very, very cool game. That was a that that game was a game changer. I mean, that everybody started, you know, taking hints and, you know, following suit uh, once that game. Yeah, you know, just it hit home runs left and right that people didn't expect on on that technology, especially. Yeah, that was another wild shift from Zelda because it went from Zelda to uh, and the monstrosity that was, yeah. To then, <laughs> boom! Huge, nearly open world esque sort of stuff, right? And just big map, cool dungeons. Yeah, think yeah. about that, man. Like that—that's probably the equivalent of what we ended up having when we ended up with Breath of the Wild. But for back then, you know, we went from this like side scrolly, what the hell is this sort of Zelda? Where, and then they give you this enormous like super deep full of dungeons great music cool characters you know all this new stuff yeah, new lore and yeah. everything and you just get to go and have crazy fun in it and just do all of these amazing new puzzles and dungeons that you didn't think you were ever going to get again because they changed zelda on us you know after the first game <laughs> yeah for sure man for it was sure. sort of returned to form but then again kind of built upon it again like those layer effects i was saying like they just kind of layered yeah again. exactly definitely yeah. returned to the style of the first but like expanded thousandfold yeah million percent all right, well, that's that's our stories for today. We only had a, a couple short ones there. I I, I think I probably uh, should have hit the, the question of the week a little sooner this week, but I was a little busy, y'all, so thanks for chiming in. I, I only gave you a few hours to answer, so you guys got in there in time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, some good stories. Uh, I mean, my story, I think everybody, if you've already heard, um, you could fast forward if you've been listening to the show, but mine is... If you're new, don't, you know, don't fast forward. You can listen, but, um, the, uh, 
my wife and I play an Ocarina of Time for the first time. You know, she was my guide girl. We went through the game together. That was the first Zelda I ever beat. Um, one pin, you got me beat, man, because I had to use a guide, you know, but I had a I had a hot girlfriend, you know, that's now my wife that helped me out, <laughs> you know, at the time. So, uh, so yeah, that was, that was a super huge memory for me. Like it just, uh, it's never as another memory I'll never forget. Like, it's just too good of a memory, man. It was awesome. I played through the game from yeah. beginning to end. Every, every time we had time together, we were playing Zelda, which was just super cool. And, uh, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. just shows uh, why I'm doing a podcast about video games. You know, I mean, I was 16 years old at that time. So <laughs> it's just like, it's, <laughs> it's hanging around. It's like, I had the itch and it's, uh, it's stuck for many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this will be, I mean, my story is also, if you've been listening to pod for a long time, you'll be familiar, but, um, Ocarina time was the, one of the first games I beat, but, uh, I was less of a guy because I was like seven. Uh, more oh, yeah. playing with my dad, and he's like, you know, of course, seven year old probably doesn't pick out the most complicated of the puzzles to <laughs> to beat. But yeah, him helped me out, helped me through the game. Uh, fell in love with it, um, and then started my whole love of gaming. Yeah, hell yeah. And here we are now. I mean, still enjoying Zelda. I know. I mean, shit, like. It's over 35 years old now. I mean, the, the games have been around for so long and they're not going anywhere. They're just getting better. And I mean, they're timeless no matter which way you look at them. They're they're either going to last. Oh, the, yeah. They're all going to te- last the test of time. I mean, they, that's just what they're going to do forever. doesn't yeah, matter which 100%. generation you're playing. Um, I'm sure one pin could go back and play, you know, some more of, you know, a link to the past and still have a blast because that game is timeless. Like you just keep enjoying it. Absolutely. It's insane. Absolutely. And, and Nintendo just knows how to do games like that. And I'm, we'll be talking about more of them as they come. Cause they're not going away. And I'm really looking forward to what happens and seeing what we get from <laughs> possibly a next console and seeing if they can somehow pull off breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom mechanics merge into one. Cause we finally have a console that can support all of that crazy tech and we'll get some awesome, yeah. amazing thing out of the next game. Or, uh, they could easily take, you know, the next one and just give us that linear one and take a little time, a little breathing and give us then, you know, our sequel to tears of the kingdom. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of what I'm hoping happens. I, I'd I would love to have love another like classic style while they're developing the main game. The I would love that, dude. I would love that. So not to say that that would be like an easy task, but I think it would be an easier task than, you know, another Tears of the Kingdom yeah. sequel. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> for sure. All right, everybody. Well, that is it for this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, uh, spread the word, help us, uh, grow the loud crowd. Cause that's what we're doing. We're, we're just trying to have a good time here and, uh, we'll be back next week, uh, is going to be our, uh, loud, loud thumbs live stream. So we're going to just play a game online. Uh, I think this week, Josh, what'd we decide on? It's going to be Ghostbusters, I believe with some DLC. I think it's Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. new maps, new Break characters. Yeah. New, I think new ghosts are in there now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to oh. be a lot of fun. So some All PS5 right. action. Uh, we're going to dust off the PS5. We've been playing Switch for too long, so Josh is over there playing on PC <laughs> as well now, some Diablo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. we're going to dust the consoles off, and we'll get the next-gen stuff fired up and ready to roll for uh, for next week. Definitely. So that's the plan. Uh, until then, everybody out there, game on.
volume up and stay loud. <laughs>